0: This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Main Ingredient. And this is a strange main ingredient. It's very odd. I am actually doing the main ingredient in my house for obvious reasons. Going outside, I guess, isn't really a thing that we can do right now. So I'm doing an interview one-on-one with uh, my probably my last live guest for a while. Wow,
1: pressure is on.
0: Like, and if you if you mess it up, you're done.
1: I won't. I won't. We got this.
0: We got this. Okay. I have Reza, the owner of New Lamb. Absolutely. Is it is it New Lamb Garden, indoor gardens? Like, is there a thing that comes after it? Nope. Just
1: just New Lamb.
0: Just New Lamb. And the reason why I thought this was perfect is because we are all inside. We're all kind of stuck inside. And we're looking for things to do. Probably this is like probably day three or four for some people. And it's going to go for week one, two, three. And there's many things that you're going to look to do. And this is actually perfect. So why don't we talk about what it is you do?
1: Well, we're a Winnipeg based indoor gardening company. So the idea is to create a product line that allows you to grow vegetables, herbs, start your garden, microgreens all year round, right in your home, but do it in a way that's organic, that's sustainable. Um, and it's automated, so it's hands off. So you can go on with your day-to-day work, but at the same time, be able to have your fresh vegetables all year round.
0: So a guy like me wouldn't. I, even I could do this. Yes. What a liar. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about <laughs> you first and <laughs> what what brought this idea to life. How did you How did you think of doing this?
1: Um, winter twenty sixteen. Um, actually, this goes way even before that. Uh, April twenty fifteen. Um, I was sitting at the bar with my buddy, we we're having a beer and, uh, a, a, the idea was at the time I had a little bit of experience working with, uh, farm equipment companies here in Winnipeg mm-hmm. and working in the agriculture sector as an, as an intern, and as a summer student. Um, one of the big things that we, I was learning about as a bigger picture problem is in the egg sector, the big challenge is to let's get let's be able to harvest the most the maximum amount of harvest in a minimum amount of time Mm -hmm. so for the farmers they want to get their crop down as soon as possible mainly because their season is so short so the question became how do we allow the farmer to have the ability to take advantage of their land for the nine months of the year where they don't have the ability to grow food and we thought about, okay, well, let's make these things where they can put it on their land full of uh, snow that they can grow vegetables in. Um, and then we quickly realized that's not that's not a thing. <laughs> that's never going to happen.
0: I find this whole story kind of strange because when I go up for beers with my buddy, it's, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to have another beer. I'm never that deep. Well, I mean, like…
1: That's probably 99% of time. Yeah. It's that 1% of that's time. A, that's where a good 1%. That, that's a good one. I will take that 1%. That's a productive 1%. I'm, and I'm telling you, surround yourself with good people. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so that 1% turns into a company idea. No doubt. Um, so the idea here was to do that, but then we quickly realized that Obviously, other people have thought of this, right? When you have ideas, always know that someone else is probably thought of this. Like 10 other people (laughs) as soon as you Google it, right? (laughs) Right. So you you, uh, look into it and you realize how urban farming and urban vertical farming uh, are becoming huge trends. Um, And then basically when we did our research, initial research on the product line, it became very uh very distinct that there was a commercial sector and a consumer sector Mm -hmm. where people are focusing on home gardens and then there are people focusing on big commercial projects um having worked in that commercial sector not exactly related to gardening or food um i understood that if you have a two million dollar project as your first project as an example even a two hundred thousand dollar project as your first project things go wrong to give that money back and to make people happy is a lot more difficult uh, of a feat than being able to learn the business process, learn product development, understanding marketing, things of that nature. But do it in a consumer level where you're able t- to make little mistakes and build up as you go and prototype and get feedback. Right, and, like a 100 and or
0: uh, $500 mistake, not a $10,000 mistake. Absolutely. Right?
1: So that's where we started. And then we basically took that idea uh, in January 2017. We had some very, very entry-level cardboard prototypes um, that we were like, okay, obviously this isn't going away. This has been like a year. I'm not giving up on this idea. So let's, let's make something of it. Uh, I officially quit my job at the time. Hang on and- a second. Hang on.
0: Usually when I talk to people who have their own business this and they're and they're working because you still got to work to live, there's always a breaking point where they're working, working. They started their business and there's some overlap and they now give up their work and they're onto their business. You just decided, man, I'm dedicating my time and I'm doing this.
1: Yep. 26 years old. <laughs> uh, first job out of school. Uh, got the dream design engineer job out of school and mm-hmm. I... Just you know it that's was, the job you quit, yes, wow, I went through six and a half years of engineering school at u of m uh, I worked multiple jobs, I had multiple job offers at a school, as you can tell, uh after quitting my job, there were a lot of stressed people around me for sure um but you know it was just it I felt very clear that I had to make that move at twenty six um People say there's not a lot to risk, always, but there is always risk, and there's risk attached to everything that you do. Um, but it just, you know, it felt right, so I went for it. Uh, I, you got, you got nuts. I'll give you that. You got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I, yes, definitely. Uh, a, either a. Dive off the deep end or don't do it kind of guy, but that's just me. But you're
0: still young, uh, right? You can make, you're, 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 young, you're young enough to make mistakes. Absolutely, and plus you still have a ton of schooling and education. So if you don't want to do it anymore, you know it's a risk. But for you, mm. I don't think it's
1: like that's not life. No, and and then I think you know everything I've done, whether it's the education, the work, the schooling. Uh, It set me up for this, Uh, being able to think on your feet, being a problem solver, but at a snap, being able to always adjust, being able to always think about the next idea, the next thing. Um, Basically, what we've done for the first three years is really just um, built the core values, built the core skill sets. And we can take those core skill sets in a lot of different directions. Um, And I think um one thing that i am very proud of to be able to have done over the last three years to have the humility to go and and do the jobs to learn the industry inside out like Mm -hmm. i worked at a garden center i i i learned uh ron paul garden center ron paul they got it all huge huge (laughs) shout out for sure honestly ray dubois and jean one of the best people some of the best people i've ever worked with that as much as everyone says, uh, a lot of my friends are like, "Man, well, you work there and you learned about plants." The truth is, what I worked there, what I learned about was culture, mm-hmm. company culture. Everybody there comes in with a smile on their face, and it's one of the most.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this you, this is a, this is what you get when you interview at home. Absolutely. I want some rice crispy cake. <laughs> Absolutely, there is nothing wrong with
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right. Nope, no, no interruptions. All good. But it's just like everybody comes to work with a smile on their face. It's it's this, just this unique, very unique setup. Something that I haven't seen in in billion-dollar companies I've worked for. And, and
0: everybody comes to work to work.
1: To work. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. To be able to do that at that scale and to do it as a local franchise, as a local company, I mean, that's pretty incredible. Um, but those are the lessons I took from each one. It's like how, how to... How to build a team how to i mean yes of course there's the plant side i mean over the three years of development over the two years of development we grew about two thousand plus plants from seed to harvest Wow. Um, we really tested this thing we built over 12 different prototypes we bought every competitor's products and we tried it we were messing around man like no. you were
0: like really focused absolutely. absolutely you know what you know we're going to take a break okay um and when we return we're going to talk more about. Your focus on new land, your indoor gardening unit, we'll call it. Yeah,
1: it's a new garden. A new garden. I get it. You're going with the, new the new garden. I get it. You're, you're sharp, man.
0: all right Not the, bad. It's Kevin and Reza on the main ingredient here on 680CJOB. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the main ingredients on location in my home. <laughs> Yes, in my house we're all housebound, so I'm in my house too. But I got a guest. I got Reza from New Lamb Indoor Gardens. What do we say with last segment? Indoor,
1: indoor gardens, but yeah. we're new gardens. They're new gardens. New gardens.
0: Okay, let's remind everybody what your new gardens are.
1: So it's basically a indoor garden that's a countertop unit designed to grow food all year round. Uh, fresh vegetables, herbs, microgreens. Start your garden. They're stackable, spatially efficient um
0: stackable can, that's
1: handy so yes yeah, so like the roof actually pops off and then you stack the next level and you go vertical so you preserve oh. the actual space in your home so you yep. don't take up more space if you need to grow more you go vertically you expand at your own pace right. so that's a big thing yep um not everyone's going to be able to afford a two thousand dollar garden mm-hmm. right off the bat that gives them everything they need right um so they start with something like this and then they expand it as they need more and more. And
0: right. More. As, as you get better at it, as you get more comfortable, as you want to grow more different things, you just and you, and as you have more money to spend, yeah, you stack it and keep going, right? Yep. That's awesome. This little thing could be in like a corner, stacked, yep. three, four, five high, and you could be yep. growing a ton of stuff but not taking a lot of space.
1: Nope.
0: It's awesome. Before the break, we were talking about your story of how you actually started this company, right? Yes. You are going to school, you went to U of M for four, for four to six years.
1: A resident, so okay. All right. So when we started engineering, yeah. the dean of engineering was like, this can be the worst 4 years of your life or the best 7. Yikes. Reza had a great time. <laughs> 7 years. 7 years of school. I did a f- 1 year of internship and Oh, so that doesn't so count. It That's it all. I just did. One doesn't count, it's not a big deal. Not, yeah, not a big deal, but it is what it is. But Seven years of my life before I got the piece of paper that says you are a BSC in electrical engineering.
0: You started, wait, how old were you when you started?
1: Started engineering? Started school. 18. 18, right out of of school. Right out of high school, yeah.
0: Wow, and you were dedicated enough to, seven years later, walk out of there with that paper.
1: I think uh, the word dedication to school is a little too strong of a a description. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I, I did love school. Did you really? Uh, I, I did I did I in engineering we have this unique unique setup where kids get to be involved in a lot of uh, societies and and student groups and and build stuff on the side. There is uh, there is Formula One cars, there is oh, airplanes, a lot, right, a lot of different aspects. satellites. Yeah. Uh, so I I was involved in one of the teams, the satellite team. So I got to do a little bit of design, a little bit of. Uh, what you would call the fundraising sponsorship. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, but when you get out of school, univer- uh, a lot of industry industrial companies that are looking to hire, um, obviously every kid that graduates has passed the same tests, has written the same assignments, has done the same labs. Uh, they're looking for a separating factor. They're looking for someone who's gone above and beyond mm-hmm. to show their passion towards what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and those student groups make the world of a difference. And that's why I didn't have any issues finding jobs or internships and school uh, as I went through. Uh, and which is not really singular to my case. There's quite a few students at, at U of M that have these opportunities, which is fantastic. For sure. um, but then, you know, I went and I, I worked at uh, Macdon Industries uh, out of school and I learned a lot about um how to put a product together and what it really takes to um design a product all the way from defining what it is to testing it to developing it and taking it to the market so here Um, it is that's it that's the product Uh, from the moment it's on a piece of paper to the moment a customer gets to drive it what are the efforts what are the step-by-steps that get you there um and That's something that I've had a lot of friends say, hey, man, it's a dream for me to go and develop a product and sell it out there. And I say, you know, if you want to go sell plants, all you need to do is go work at a place that sells plants and learn about plants. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. But if you want to develop a product, that's something A, you need to go to school for. Or even if you don't, at least seek an internship at a place that does product development. Mm -hmm. It's such a niche, unique skill set to be able to learn, um, to understand really what it takes to bring out there, because it's not just the design, it's the testing, it's the, uh, it's the certification process, being able to sell it safely and design a safe product that's out there. Um, so that's just, that was an incredible experience for a young 24, 25 year old kid to be able to do. Um, and I just learned an incredible amount and, um,
0: of, of all the things that you were doing then, what led you to develop the indoor garden? Like were were you into gardening before? Do you did you have a home garden? Did you grow up that um,
1: way? Um my dad growing up always had a garden mm-hmm. in our backyard. Yep. Um summertime, oh my god, the best meal you'll ever have is that garden, you know, tomato, mm-hmm. that the basil, the the cucumbers, the or I didn't know cucumbers could smell like that until our parents grew cucumbers in our garden.
0: Do you think a lot of people here in Winnipeg mm. or in cities in general really know the difference between store, like I've had the opportunity to taste the difference between
1: growing your own and store-bought? I don't like to generalize, but I will say this. I think there is a major misconception of what fresh truly is. And fresh to you is what? Fresh to me is depth of flavor, aroma. It's got to smell like that type of food. If you're eating tomatoes and it doesn't smell like tomatoes and it's been ripened by CO2 for over six months when it was picked up in some field. So it's like some It's like, man, I mean, we're going through what we're going through right now. People are going to the grocery stores and they're buying the food. Let's be honest that quality is not there and it's not something the stores can do it's just when you're looking at the supply chain side of things and be able to feed the masses right it's got it's it's
0: got to grow quickly it's got to go big and then you have to have a lot of it yes and it's got to be it's got to be obviously travel absolutely right
1: absolutely so when you look at food waste and when you look at what fresh food should taste like i mean man I, I like this. These are the best memories of my life. I'm a huge foodie. I love food. And the fact Not me. it's that, just food is gross. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: best love food. I love yeah. food.
1: There are certain flavors. You'll always remember. Mm-hmm. There is certain things in your life, whether it's say, everyone has that meal that they want to have before they die. Um, It's just, there's some flavors that just throw you for a loop. And for me, it's a fresh bread, some cheese and some tomatoes and cucumbers straight from the garden and some basil and oh my lord. That is amazing. That is amazing. When we moved to here, I moved to Canada when I was 13 years old Mm -hmm. and one of the huge cultural shocks, huge cultural shocks was the fact that we just couldn't have those flavors mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Six months a six months year, seven months a year, we're like, well, this isn't the same. Yeah. What are you huh. going to do, right? Not much. Not uh, much I'm going to invent it. my own uh, way of <laughs> <I've, I've laughs> growing it. <laughs> there you go. And
0: there you go. Break time for news, weather, and sports. And when we return, we are going to continue our conversation with Reza, the owner of New Lamb Organic Indoor Gardens, and talk about how they work. That's next year on 680 CJOB. Welcome to more tmis I like to call it, from Bergen Studios here in Charleswood. Reza from New Lamb Organic Gardens is who I'm talking to. So let's talk about what an indoor organic garden is and what it does.
1: All right. So I'm really just going to talk about, we've talked a lot about, yes, it grows fresh vegetables all year round. But can you tell us some features? Mm-hmm. So it's got LED lighting. Um, The idea about growing food indoors is about not taking up a lot of space, but yet giving you enough yield so you can actually keep going on on your food uh, planner and everything that you cook at home. Um, So what we did here was we created something where you can, the lighting would allow it, along with the specific nutrients that it works with, allows the plants to grow really bushy. So you get lots of leaves in a smaller space. How
0: is it different from growing from sunlight? Is that is that too deep for me? That may be too complicated for my little brain.
1: <sighs> hey, no, it, that's, it's not that complicated. Here. It's not that complicated. The sunlight has a a what you would call a kind of like a fuller spectrum. So mm-hmm. it's got a bunch of different lights combined into one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I'm not dropping technical terms. I'm just kind of saying it so everyone... Keep can it understand. light. Keep
0: it light. Keep you know, it light. Keep you don't it want light. deer in the headlights yeah. after K- your yeah, conversation. Yeah,
1: yeah. like Reza, can you relax <laughs> with the engineer here for a second? Totally, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no one wants to hear that. Um, but... Basically, what this allows you to do is to grow grow plants bushier. so lots of leaves in a smaller space, um, and you're able to do that by focusing on the specific parts of that light spectrum that the sunlight gives the plants, mm-hmm. and it allows it to be even more efficient uh, as you go on. So as you brought up the sun, which makes this interesting, is that with a product like this, you can mimic the best time of the year to grow that specific plant. Oh, really? so let's say basil basil grows best in a hot summer day a hot summer day in the morning is about what 16 hours well 18 hour duration Yep. you can give this thing a 16 18 hour duration of lighting every 24 hours 24 7 365 right, over and over and over so again so this plant thinks oh july 15th oh july 15th you know it just keeps producing like keeps producing, keeps yeah it just keeps coming yeah so We've had customers who've been able to keep plants alive in this anywhere from four to six months after usage. That's crazy. Um, Now, when I say plants, this is what makes the product very unique. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything else that's in the market heavily relies on you starting plants from seed. Mm -hmm. With us, we designed it with a standard garden center tray size. And our core value, our core identity going forward is the idea that we want to be able to ship live plants across Canada, all year round.
0: You know, it's it's almost like it's almost like cheat gardening.
1: Like you get to cheat. I get to it's like running yes. a race
0: and I get to start from halfway.
1: Yes. Right? Well or or like ninety-five percent of the way. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, oh, it's like this is ready to pick from done. And you just set the timer light, mm-hmm. you give it the nutrients it needs, boom, and it will just keep producing for you. And then four months later um this is a program we're working on right now but mm-hmm. it'd be a subscription-based program where you just get the trays pre-grown come to your door oh all right done out with the old in with the new out with the old in with the new. different products i can you, change
0: it up or get the same thing that i want
1: that'd be awesome yes. that'd be great and the big thing is no seeding so the most devastating part about when we did our studies with different kinds of products the huge issue was every single one of them you have to start seeds mm-hmm. So I buy this beautiful thing, but then hold on, let me wait three weeks till my seats comes in. That's not, six weeks. That's
0: not sexy and that's not exciting.
1: No. You know what I'm saying? It is not, like, it is if, not. If
0: you're eager to get, like I know me, if I'm eager to get started, I want to be started. Yeah, I don't want to. W- I don't wait three weeks before the excitement starts, and I see yes. it get results.
1: Right at that point, it's just like, okay, I'm pretty over this. Right, like, can we can we get some basil, please? Right, like, you know <laughs> your, what your I Friends mean. are asking. <laughs> it's <"Well>, like, it's <laughs> like hey, what is happening here? What What's is this, this fish tank with no yeah, fish? What, What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what is that? <laughs> is that supposed to be basil? Like this? <laughs> That's not basil. I can't be- I can't make I pesto know. with that.
0: Um, is uh, okay. So other ones you start. With seeds. Se- well, and that's obviously, that made you decide to not start that way. Yeah. right. So
1: make it with a standard garden center tray size. So you can go to any garden center and say, hey, I want this and this and this. You just buy them pre-grown or already started to a certain size and you put them in and then they'll, they'll flourish. Um, then the question became spatial efficiency. How do we make this thing efficient? So people are like, okay, this doesn't take up a lot of space in our home.
0: But it's got to grow oh, awesome. a, at least a sufficient amount of food.
1: Right which is why we made three different sizes. So we have the new garden mini, which is half the size of this. Mm-hmm. This is the new garden. Mm-hmm. And then we have the new farm and the new farm is 28 and a half inches. So it's, it fits the standard 10 by 20 tray size. Wow. Um, they're all the designs are exactly the same. So this, this is the same look. Um, so a, a mini
0: fits how many trays in it? Two. Of the, of the same size trays? Yes. Wow. Okay.
1: And then the mid, the new garden fits four and the new farm fits eight. Wow, no, that's um, what I'm talking about. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Right? Absolutely. But the small one is not stackable. So we said, okay, let's make a product that focuses on apartments. Right. And that's exactly scale. as soon as
0: you said that, that's exactly what I thought. Absolutely. Like the the smaller unit you know, sitting on your counter, yeah. you know, you are have your friends over, just snipping off some herbs and stuff, yeah. right? And just
1: like it's for your cocktail bar. Yeah. Like you want to have a cocktail party or some uh, having some friends over for some drinks, but you don't want to have this massive, uh, apparatus on your bar you want to have this little thing all right i need mint and uh thyme for my uh for my cocktails this right. time around my and mojito gonna, my yes mojitos <laughs> and, and you take your you take your herbs and you put it in this small one you show it off you keep them alive mm-hmm. and then you let this guy kind of be your large-scale production in the background
0: oh i like um, that idea that's really good yeah that's, that's cool.
1: why the mini isn't stackable right so it's just one standalone product um the mid-size which is the new garden is mm-hmm. stackable and so is the new farm i like uh, the idea of you know like you said having a, your farm and then having the one that you actually hey yeah. transfer it to and now that's when you work off of all the time absolutely cool yeah so that's uh, that was part of the thought process is how do we separate ourselves from everybody else that's doing this mm-hmm. the core value of where this all kind of comes together is um don't get me wrong i'm not like in this game to like down my competition, it is a very competitive field. There's a lot of products out there, but the truth is a lot of those products focus on growing food out of a pre-injected nutrient sponge. Mm. Um, So once you get beyond the bells and whistles of what the product is, they're growing food out of a sponge full of chemicals.
0: But then why why don't I just buy it from the store then?
1: Right, right. It's exactly the same. So that was... What inspired this was really my dad is an avid gardener. It's nine months of the year, he can't garden. And I'm like, okay. we well, are not well, going to
0: go, yeah, dad, grow it out of a
1: sponge. Yeah, yeah, full of chemicals. I mean, it's not the right, same. It's not the same. Uh, not the same. Right. So, what we do is we focus on organic growing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, organic nutrient base, organic setup. Um, and it's not like you're getting your hands dirty. I mean, when you say organic, people are like, oh, and that means I'm going to have to make a mess. Mm-hmm. The trays come pre-grown. It's you're just picking and watering. That's, that's
0: super tidy. That's it. And that's actually funky. That like that blends in. It's actually a nice yeah. nice apparatus to go along with a funky kitchen, right?
1: Yes. So we're not really like we don't um, market ourselves as a smart garden, although we are an automated setup. Um, we market ourselves as an organic indoor garden. Uh, it, to us, it's about knowing where your food comes from, which is kind of the core of our conversation has been so far, you know, that best meal you ever had, that indoor garden, that taste, the, the aroma, the depth of flavor. Um, it's just about knowing where your food comes from. And nowadays, just as we go on and on with our food chain and all the issues that we're facing as we go forward, Um knowing where your food comes from is going to become a more and more vital conversation as we go forward. Um, And I think um, being able to build something that allows you to maybe not at a huge, large scale, but at a, just a decent scale Mm -hmm. to be able to at least, you know, the garnish or at least that main ingredient to what you cook with that you can't find. Ingredient. Yes. Ah, Oh, nice. Got that in there. (laughs) That was part of the homework. That was very good. good. I like that. I like that. that. More than just a pretty face. Yeah. All right. I know that now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <They're hilarious. laughs> this guy. <laughs> I got you. I got you. This is it. Right. I'm like, damn, this guy's good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> More main ingredient from Bergen Studios here in sunny Winnipeg, Manitoba, after a quick pause for commercials. And I know you're most likely at home and it's supper time, so you can grab a beer, maybe a glass of wine, and we'll be right back. Main ingredient here on 680 CJOB, and I'm talking to Reza, the owner of New Lamb Organic Indoor Gardens, which require no seating, are super easy to use, and use advanced light technology. So Reza, talked about your background, the indoor gardens themselves, and now let's talk about the available sizes, and most importantly, the cost.
1: So our New Garden Mini mm-hmm. is $150. Mm-hmm.
0: Reasonable decent
1: not bad not bad at all Uh, it's a it's comparable to as far as yield and price tag goes with everything that's in the market Mm -hmm. our mid-size unit which is the new garden Mm -hmm. this guy goes for 250 dollars. again
0: decent Uh, four trays four
1: trays pre-grown right to your door pretty good Mm -hmm. and i mean obviously there's times in the year where we can't get them pre-grown and we will give seeds with the product, mm-hmm. but even the seeding is part of the instructions. It takes you step-by-step step what you got to do, very simple product to use. And in all honesty, once you set it up and set the timer, just once a week, you water it, that's it. Man, I, yeah, um, I can handle that. I, I, even I can do that. <laughs> that's <I'm surprised>. awesome. <laughs> and then the new farm is uh, a $400 product. Yep. Uh, however, that's a product that we, we focus on schools, um, offices, uh, we've we've sold to a bunch of schools across to across Manitoba, um, the New Farm, uh, and, and the reason behind that is just uh, schools use it for teaching kids how to grow plants. I mean, food awareness, um, teaching them how to grow your own food. Um, and like in a classroom, there's a lot of challenges mm-hmm. and to be able to grow something discreetly on awesome. yeah. the top of top corner where no one can touch it. And it
0: looks great too. That's it, a boot. It looks awesome.
1: Absolutely. Thank right. you very much. Oh, I think that's it's something killer. we worked on a lot. Right. You right. can't have some
0: garden. that looks again, everybody, you know, you, if you have a nice kitchen and you're, you spent some time, you know, designing and everything, this fits right. in. you don't want some garden that looks Terrible, no. Nope. Like I know that may sound kind of shallow, but it's got to it's got to look good
1: too. It's right? um. and Nowadays, as we go forward, again, like aesthetics is going to become a bigger and a bigger conversation with all, all of our homes. I mean, you get a beautiful home here, Thanks, but buddy. I mean, uh in general, I'm just saying you're not going to want to put some injection molding plastic <laughs> black, you know, <laughs> thing that. Just...
0: What's that? It's my garden. Just don't look at that man. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, so, yeah, right. yeah.
1: It's not. uh you know it's it's nice it's nice you just you know you 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 try to make the the looks be the main uh inviting factor right you know what i mean uh the best part about being able to kind of take that intimidation factor away is to build something that's welcoming right that, that want that you kind of want it around one of the things we get a lot from our customers is that when it's not on in my kitchen i feel like something's missing Oh, that's So nice. it's like, okay, wow, that's, that's very nice. hundred percent. very nice. Right. Cause that's you also nice. go,
0: not only does it work great, right, <laughs> you know, it looks great.
1: Yes. And we appreciate that very much. Uh, it's something we worked on a lot. We prototyped this, uh, this little guy here, 12 different times. Wow. So 12, I'd like to see
0: Jeff pictures of time. Number one. I would be like, Ooh, I don't want to, you want to, I do want to no. see number five
1: or number two. <laughs> there were some, <laughs> uh, we built one and it was like, man, that looks good. I was like, Hmm. Is it? And then we put it in front of customers, and they're like, oh, I don't think I want to buy this. And and I'm like, oh, wow, okay, all right, well, cool. What do you not like about it? So then we built – that's where the conversation starts. For me, it's about what the customer wants. Right. um, And you just build backwards from there. Right. Um, That's how successful businesses – reverse engineer mm. uh that's how uh that's how successful businesses are made right um anytime you listen to your customers magic happens and you got so, some
0: thick skin right you got to just take absolutely take, oh take my, your lumps oh learn and, and move on man
1: right? there's been shows we've been to where we had to like four day shows we had to pack by friday are you serious like it was embarrassing <laughs> it was everyone was like man like this is <laughs> that, that, that didn't it. go well <laughs> this is not this is not gonna sell <laughs> And I, and you know i mean It's funny now. It is now. It wasn't funny at the time. At the time, you're kind of like, you know, you're pretty deflated. Questioning yourself. Questioning. You're like, what am I doing? (laughs) And then you're like, okay, good news is, they know we exist. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Bad news is, we have nothing to offer. (laughs) So let's just work from there. (laughs) Um, You just have to be an uber positive person. When you're doing this, you know what I mean? Like if you think that every little thing that's going to go wrong, it's just going to be like, Oh no, let's go cry in a corner for a week. Yeah, you know, there's gonna be a lot of weeks. There's gonna be a lot of weeks crying, man. Like and like negativity, it's a momentum thing. You build some negativity and then it's more and then there's more and then there's more and there's more. So I mean early on I just had that very hard conversation with with my family and friends and I was like look guys like for better or worse I'm gonna do this. I know,
0: I know I quit my my job and I know that I went (laughs) to school for like seven years. But I'm gonna
1: do this. (laughs) Yeah. I mean Yeah.
0: That's (laughs) Exactly. What did your parents think when you're saying that?
1: They're very supportive. My parents have been amazing to me over the last three years.
0: Yeah, they sound sound like amazing people.
1: But, I mean, every parent would be like… It's a lot of schooling. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, son. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to pursue your career like you should? And then do this on the
0: side. Side.
1: Oh, my God, Kevin, you know how many times I've had that conversation? I'm a parent. A lot of times. <laughs> a lot of times. I mean, still. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, this is a full-time business now. We have an office. I have employees. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't just be like, all right, guys, bye. I'm going to get a full-time job. it's mean, not how this really works.
0: Well, in their mind, as a parent, they're thinking, <laughs> once they realize they couldn't convince you, they're thinking, yeah. okay, let him do his thing. And eventually he'll go back to yeah. his you know his, his job. <laughs> yeah. Right? He'll yeah. fail and then let's just we'll encourage
1: him and then but we'll see what happens. So, right. Wow, that is a very accurate yeah uh, explanation of that. My daughter would know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. All kids know that. Absolutely.
1: And Tino, you know, I'm my parents have done a lot for me growing up. I mean, we immigrated here, man. I mean, this is extremely hard circumstances. Um but you know, and I know they've worked very hard for us to have what we have. But, and I know a part of them kind of like broke their heart that I I was I wanted to do this
0: right because I'm sure they're very but, proud that you went to school right yeah. after high school, in engineering and graduated, and then had yes. companies offering you jobs.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I grew up in a very smart family. I'm the black sheep with an engineering <laughs> degree, so <laughs> Man, I wouldn't go that failure. I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but I would say. That they definitely recognized that there was some work done and and that I could have, you know, pursued that work, that line of work furthermore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think no risk, no reward, man. I mean, if you're not willing to take a chance and don't get me wrong, it's funny because anytime my friends ask me about, you know, oh, you got to, you know, be a cowboy when you're running a business, you just got to always, you know, take chances. I'm like, no, no, actually it's the reverse. (laughs) You take chances, but very calculated chances, very informed choices you're making. Well, you seem like Uh,
0: that that type of person just from the, your engineering background in the first place. It's like test, -test, retest, retest,
1: you know (laughs) know, know what I mean? And test again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, it's just, you know, it's it's a challenge, right? To me, it's about being able to rise to the challenge at every section. I mean, we are facing probably the hardest challenge of them all right now, right?
0: 100%, big time. And, Nothing mean, like this before. Not, not <laughs> since I've been alive.
1: It's incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. Incredibly difficult times. Um, but I have practiced positivity and being able to just think through problems, always focus on the solution and not really the problem, mm-hmm. right? Understand the problem. But don't let the problem become something that's bigger than what it really is. Even
0: bigger than yourself,
1: right? Exactly. 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 So when you, uh, when you build like that and when you just slowly work your way to the place that we are right now, I am um, convinced that there's really no challenges we can't overcome. There is nothing we can't do. Um, and it just comes down to... Being in love with what you do, man. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm hooked. I am hooked. Um, I'm obsessed.
0: It's, I didn't notice. It's, it's
1: not fun <laughs> with
0: like. I didn't notice with the, those, you know. Yeah.
1: Beady eyes, just staring <laughs> a hole through my head. I'm yeah. obsessed. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it wasn't that bad. Right, come on, it's not the Terminator. stalker eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, Reza. Tone it down, please. <laughs> See yourself out. You can, you can. Yeah. Okay. All right. We had enough here he knows where i live <laughs> leave leave the box for the machine <laughs> i like the box
0: <laughs> okay you know in closing let's uh let's remind people how they purchase your product. maybe your social media how they yes. get a hold of you
1: all right so we're on instagram at new lamb underscore inc we are on facebook new lamb just search us up we're right there we post a lot of recipes we post a mm-hmm. lot of relative, yeah, I like your uh, relevant videos yep. and, 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 and photos and stories. And, and we talk just all about health and, 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 and food and, and the value that food and health kind of brings. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, you can, we have a, a small little store on Corridon. Uh, we share that with, uh, Swish Productions. So we're at Elizabeth's, I know. Awesome. They're the She's best. They're the best. Yeah you're more than welcome to drop by there to purchase a product otherwise we're uh online at newlam.ca www.nullam.ca we're in ron paul garden center lacoste garden center tnt seeds now tnt seeds ships pretty much across canada um and we're in generation green downtown
0: thank you for listening to the main ingredient this weekend and if you're bored you can email me at kevin at kevinbergen.com or listen to The Main Ingredient Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Talk to you next week, people. This is 680 CJOB.